Welcome everyone, we are about to begin Be'ez Hashem Shalom Bayashir number 227. One therapist once said, a marriage counselor, that hundreds of times I sat in my office with unhappy couples and heard one or both say something like this, I don't love him anymore, I don't love her anymore, I guess we just made a mistake when we got married. And every time he hears this, these words, this marriage counselor said, I can sympathize because at one point in my own marriage, we felt the same way. Me and my wife expressed to each other in these final crises that occurred that almost broke us up, where we said to each other, we must have made a mistake when we got married. Um, but today... It is uh, uh, impossible for us to comprehend how we ever felt that way because right now we deeply respect each other and love each other. So what changed? So that's why it's very important to know that almost all the time when you believe your marriage is a mistake, it's not a mistake at all. And yes, you experience when you feel that way a certain emotional numbness or a certain disillusionment that causes you to tell each other those terrible words that we made a mistake. And this marriage counselor said we knew at that point when we said those words that we had to remedy the situation and to preserve and heal and maintain and develop stronger, healthier feelings for one another, as well as keeping the spark and igniting it again. And very often, it's simple from the, what the Torah says, uh, to connect and to pursue with great energy, to cling Dvekas is something, just like with Dvekas Takadish Baruchu. You work at it, you pursue it, you run after it, you make it a primary goal to connect with Hakadish Baruchu, Ubay Sidbak. And the same thing with Davak Ishtai. Das is Hiskashris, Vidavak Ishtai, and Vahadam Yoda Eschava to connect in a real way. And what Hakadish Baruchu is telling us with the words Vidavak Ishtai, or by Akadish Baruch, it says a Vaisidbak, it takes a lot of hard work. That's the mistake, one of the biggest mistakes that causes marriages to go downward hill is not because it was a mistake for you to be together, or Hashem made a mistake putting you two together. Chasvashalom. No, the mistake comes from the fact that you allow a downward slide to start going on because you do not make the decision to work. Marriage only works when you work at it. No matter what the outside culture or inside culture tells you about chemistry, about quote-unquote clicking, the bottom line is, is marriage only works when you work at it. And the mistake that causes marriages to begin to slide downwards is the lack of that work when we start taking each other for granted, when we try to coast through life 
with just memories of some past memories of hurt memories or events, negative events, or distressing events that took negative energy that caused the relationship to start sliding backwards, instead of focusing on the hishachis, on the renewal, on the correction, on the infusion of positive energy, upward, striving to each other, encouraging each other, being vedavak be'ishtai, and the ishtai being davak to you. And what this marriage counselor said, that he, he tells the couple, very simply, you must work at the marriage for the marriage to work. And this is one of the most deepest romantic, quote-unquote, misconceptions of our culture that seep through, that whether we express it or not, many, many of us believe, not just in the American culture, but it fell into our culture as well, that if we marry, quote-unquote, the right person, then it comes naturally, then it comes smoothly. Then we don't have to work on the relationship to stay in love, to stay in friendship, to stay in hiskashras uh, together. It would just happen. And this is a tremendous side to know that that is not the case. The friendship, the deep love, comes from hard work. Day after day, you think that you should wake up look at your husband, look at your wife, and say, and have this warm, gushy, warm feeling, I married Mr. Right, I married Mrs. Right, it's exactly, it's sunshine, we'll live happily ever after, this is the way it's supposed to be. Now, after all, people who are exposed to certain Hallmark uh, holiday movies, they get this impression that that's the way it is. You turn to your husband, turn to your wife, ah, we're in bliss, we're in seventh heaven. And many of us may admit at some point that they were deeply affected by this incorrect view of love and marriage, this deceptive view of love and marriage. We're not being cynical here. Marriage is beautiful. Marriage has potential to be the most unbelievable gift that HaKadosh Baruch Hu gives us physically and spiritually. But nevertheless, the culture the deceptive view of love and marriage that comes without work by just clicking, by just chemistry, and and the whole world, especially Hollywood and, and American culture, but also European culture, teaches you how to make love, how to be in love. But if you notice, many of those people who try to espouse this are very deeply unhappy. Hollywood, where is where most of the romantic deceptions begin in the movie-making fields. And it's filled with broken relationships, filled with broken hearts. The opposite of what they're trying to depict in films of how, you know, love is uh, something that is just uh, glossed to be something beautiful without requiring effort. And people resent the fact that they have to work on their relationship with their wife or their husband. They think that their marriage is flawed because they have to work at it hard. That if they, they expect that by not doing anything and just letting life flow, it should automatically, I should, quote-unquote, get what I deserve from my husband, from my wife, without work, without effort, without working on your midas. And often a person will say, um, and will acknowledge after a while that I haven't been not been doing so well because I have stopped trying, or I haven't tried hard enough, or I lost focus. And many marriages start breaking down because of that. 
you know, when you are at your original first date or as Hassan and Kala or in Shana Rishayna very often, how, how hard did you work to try to impress your, your Hassan or Kala? How many times did you try to prepare yourself physically to look more attractive? How all careful were you with the words you spoke then? How much energy did you exert in serving and in trying to please them and to, and to, and to make them feel special? That shows that, yes, there may have been some chemistry or some connection that put you two together, but it's not simply chemistry that causes the relationship to be satisfying from the start. It involves a lot of hard work. A person normally works very hard at a relationship until they feel secure in their love of the other person. Ah, now everything's fine. Now I'm connected. And then what happens is, is when you feel secure in the relationship, oh, I'm married to the right one and everything's clicking, then one gradually, and here is the problem, one gradually starts reducing their efforts and begins to take things for granted. And that marks the end of the deep feelings for each other and the end of the strong attraction to each other that was there before. It's not that there's something wrong. It's not that the marriage was a mistake. It's not that all of a sudden your husband or wife became a worse person inherently. No, it's the fact that they started to work less, take it for granted, and they stopped working because you need work to emit and elicit these deep feelings to keep it going. You need work, hard work, to keep that strong attraction going. And just because you live in the same house or same, share the same children or the same checkbook does not mean you'll feel anything for your spouse or the strong relationship unless you put in your daily work day in and day out for the rest of your life, every day working on your marriage And that's how it becomes rewarding. And that's how it becomes healthy. And when you stop working at it, it'll stop working for you. In that way, marriage is like exercising the muscles in your bodies. When we exercise them regularly, our bodies become strong and attractive and healthy. And when we lie around and don't exercise, our bodies become weak and unattractive. And the same applies with marriage. So that's the exercise. Don't say... We've been out of love for so long. Even if that's true right now, you begin to work at your relationship, you will see a tchias hamesim, mamash tchias hamesim, of the feelings and experiences that you thought were long, you know, gone for good. You say, I'm dead. I haven't felt anything from my husband or wife for years and years. Not true. It's buried underneath. Regardless how you feel, you can't let your emotions lead you to wrong decisions. Even if you have bad feelings right now towards your husband or towards your wife, those feelings can change if you listen to HaKadosh Baruch Hu, who tells you, and then same thing with the skashas of the Isha to him, that we're going to work hard towards it. I'm not going to ignore my bad feelings. I'm going to overcome my bad feelings. And we're going to start working on with what HaKadosh Baruch Hu wants us to work on, on Amidas towards each other again. And... Don't say, I'm sorry, I don't think it'll ever work. You do that work and you try. And you try in ways maybe that you never tried before. And very often, and again, you know, if um, in certain situations divorce is necessary, we're not denying that at all. But for many people, they need to know 
that when they divorce because of such situations, because they don't feel f- anything for one another anymore, they'll usually marry again. And what will they'll do initially again is attract their second wife and second husband into a warm relationship. And they feel now they're really in love with the right person. And that'll last for a while. And then the day will come, like in the previous marriage, where the, 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 the feelings and the sparks and the chemistry will again diminish on less hard work and faithful commitment, not just emotions, fuel the relationship. So why not start it with the spouse you have now? Why wait till you get divorced and start it a second time or after you divorced a second time, start it a third time? It's much simpler to begin with the spouse you have right now and go ahead right where you are and commit right now to hard work to renew the relationship and to get that spark going again. Because HaKadosh Baruch says, It's doable. Don't delay it. Don't put off to tomorrow what you can do today. And every day you start working on it. Um, what this marriage counselor, one of them that was saying that... Uh, he counseled someone that was married seven times and was in mar- the process of marrying his eighth wife. And it was clear the reason why he failed in all these relationships was because of his unwilling to, one unwillingness to work at marriage. He would meet someone, get excited about her, marry her, do well for a short while, and then begin to have problems, and then divorce her. And that's uh, life generally always has problems, uh, you know. And uh, in the what we do tend to do is run away from our problems instead of working things through. And the key really is, is to start working things through. Another thing saw related fascinating that um, this person worked for his father in an electronics store and they had a salesman. And he was an average looking guy in his 50s with a pot belly, not so attractive. And then one day, you know, after a while, he walked into the store, he looked completely different. He lost 30, 40 pounds, was perfectly dressed, sharply dressed. And I said to him, wow, you look great. And he responded, well, I divorced a few months ago. And I thought to myself, if I'm going to get married again and find another woman, I better, you know, get my act together. So this guy who heard this was thinking to himself, what would his first marriage, his marriage before he got divorced, what it would have looked if he would have done that then? If he would spend that energy on his previous wife, on his first wife, and, you know, and, and, and work on himself, and groom himself, and, 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 and do that avoida. The whole marriage would be different. And this is what we do very often. We try our best to impress uh, total strangers instead of trying to impress the ones that HaKadosh Baruch Hu placed in front of us, the Ish or Isha that HaKadosh Baruch Hu placed in front of us, the husband and wife that Hashem told you, you know, that you're together and you should love and be faithful to one another. And no matter what, this is the key, and we'll end off over here with this, no matter what your state of the marriage is today, if you work hard and daven, habal attire, messiah noisai, you work, I'm going to love my spouse, meet his needs, meet her needs. And this applies even if right now your spouse is not doing the same for you. 
Again, we always said this, a two-way street is better than a one-way street, and it makes things go quicker, but you could do things and really make real differences in your marriage, even if currently it's a one-way street. Automatically, sooner or later, there'll be a reciprocation. And so in the, so in Kolshkin, if both husband and wife commit to working hard in the marriage every day, the results could be incredible, and in a relatively short period of time, those feelings that you thought were dead in the water for years and years come up again, and it becomes a simcha, and it starts slowly, slowly coming from its sleep, like a hibernating bear that finally comes out of its slumber, and the healthy feelings come forth again. Similar to a winter when everything is buried underneath, it's not dead. And then you water it, the sunshine, and then it grows again. And even if you in the past wounded each other, damaged each other, in whatever way you did, HaKadosh Baruch Hu is a Reifek, Yani Hashem Reifecha. He could heal your husband, he could heal your wife, he could heal the both of you together. But the commitment needs to be there to work together towards that end. And may HaKadosh Baruch Hu help all of us realize this. No matter what your marriage looks like now, it could always be better. And it takes hard work and the chemistry and the, and the connection can come in a very strong way, more than people realize if they put in the effort and they work towards working on their midas and being there for each other, being mekayin of davak be'ishtai and the ishtai to him and the HaKadosh Baruch Hu b'imar b'shalom b'ayis and Klai Yisrael for all of Klai Yisrael every single one of us. And that's the hope. And through that, we'll be Zaychabes, Hashem, that HaKadosh Baruch Hu will be with us as well. And Mashiach will come, Bekarib Mamash. Hatzlach and Bracha.